You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 299th episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Mm. It's crazy. 299. 299. It's like okay. a... It's a bag of chips in Arizona. <laughs> Inflation, man. I don't know. That might just be the Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, Arizona's a 99. I'm, I'm okay. aware. My daughter loves them, so that's how I know. Um, I, I, my name yeah, whatever. I'm completely off. Um, I'm Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on social media at Armand Wake Up. A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. ClockRadioSpeakers.com is where you get all of our previous 298 episodes, as well as bonus and everything else that we've done. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere you get SoundCloud or everywhere you get podcasts at, except for SoundCloud because they're trash. We're not on SoundCloud. We are on SoundCloud, but we're not on SoundCloud, right? Is that uh, we, got is, some old, we got some old stuff kicking around, but yeah, not really. Not really. So if you if you follow us there, if you just so happen to get there, just get off of there and wherever you stream. Uh, are we on Title yet? Title have podcasts? They don't have podcasts because okay. we we don't. I mean, unless you want to get the Elliot Wilson deal or whatever, but we're not we're not there yet. Man, I feel like we passed there, but that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Um, yeah, Doc's here. What's up, man? Look behind you. I'm about to pass you twice. No, um. <sighs> Man, it is hot, uh, but everything is good. Um, what's going on, everybody? You can follow me on Twitter if you want, at Doc underscore Beats, S not a Z. But like Armand said, just follow the show on Twitter, at Sierra's Podcast. Um, things are good. Um, good. Today is uh, the birthday of the first lady of CRS Podcast. Word. Wonderful. Yep. Beautiful, yep. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yep. So I said happy birthday. I will. Uh, we uh, went to dinner last night, but we're, the real sort of celebration is tomorrow. So we're recording this Monday night, uh, the 2nd. Um, fly out tomorrow, spend a couple days in Chicago, and then be heading up to Eau Claire, Wisconsin for the uh, fourth annual Eau Claire's uh, Music Festival, um, where it will be me and, let's be honest, mostly a bunch of uh, white people, thousands of white people, in the middle of the of a field in Wisconsin, and we it's the weirdest music festival that I have ever seen come up, because nobody actually knows what the lineup is. I feel like why are i feel like wisconsin is your wyoming (laughs) (laughs) uh sure yeah but no Um, so uh we're gonna you know we're we're gonna do the whole touristy thing in chicago we're going to a cubs game we're gonna see people do this whole stuff and then uh yeah up to wisconsin and then be back uh sunday night so got a busy week ahead of us but should be good Word, word, word. And, and it's supposed to be at least a little cooler out there than it is back here in Connecticut, where it's absurd right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I was in St. Louis this weekend, and the, the heat index was 108, and it was mm. just, I yeah. couldn't even breathe. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. So, coming back to Ohio and seeing people complain about Ohio, I was like, man, if y'all don't get out my face, it was, it was, it was ugly out there. Did you at least have any good food? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I was unaware of... Well, I knew about it, but I forgot how good um, there's a spot in St. Louis called Godfather's Pizza um, that is phenomenal. Um, I know St. Louis loves Emos, but I think Emos is trash. I'll take Godfather's long before I'll take Emos. Um, that and then my grandma cooked for us. So, yeah, I, I ate good this week, this weekend, I should say. Excellent. Yo, Excellent. let, let me. Up? 
I need to I need to address this on the show. I have not talked to you about this at all, but oh. I just need to get this out the way right now. Okay. If you listen to this show, I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> stop calling me about Doc. Oh, calling you. Stop calling me. Stop texting me. If you got to, if you feel a way about something that Doc said on this show, wow. Doc is his own person. He is his own man. Wow. Info at clockradiospeakers.com. We, <laughs> we, we throw out all of that stuff beforehand so you can go out of your way to talk to either one of us or both of us and tell us how you feel. It's, it's at Doc underscore beats. That's not a Z on Twitter. And if you don't have a, tw- yeah, what, get one. If you don't have a Twitter, get one. <laughs> if it's that serious. I'm I'm not speaking for Doc. The dynamic of this show is that we come from completely (laughs) different perspectives. So I don't have to agree with him on everything to value and understand and respect his opinion. And I do that. And we've done that for six years and the 15 years that I've known Doc. It hasn't changed. It's not going to stop. 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 What did I miss? Stop. I just, I'm just, it's not even what, it's just like, I'm just tired of what's up with your man, Doc. Or who, who's your you co mean? or who's your co-host? I'm, or even like people asking other people about, like friends of friends asking me about the show and things that we've said. Mm. I'm not, I have no loyalty to any artists that we review. I have no loyalty to any guests we have on the show. Like, my opinion is my opinion. Doc's opinion is his opinion. And that's what makes the show great. A lot of the people, we talked about this last week with transparency. Like, I think it's the same thing for perspective as well, where like people say they want perspective and authentic perspective. You have to understand that people are going to think differently than you. And that's okay. Like at minimum, understand if you don't agree with them, understand how they got there. And that'll make your that will further educate your own perspective or somehow you will find a gem in what is being said. Even if you don't agree with the lion's share of it, there might be some light in there somewhere. I'm clearly going to be on one this episode, (laughs) but we're here now. And I just I had to say that and I wanted to say it unfiltered, even without Doc knowing it, because I'm I'm not doing it, not doing it anymore. I'm good. And that concludes this week. I'm just <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Stop by next week for Armand's hot takes. Uh, no hot takes. Nah, nah. Here, here's the thing. Here's the this thing. Is, these, this uh, these, is, you're uh, turning into Peter Griffin's what really grinds my gears. That's yeah, what this is. These, look, look, man, these other podcasts, these other media outlets, they need hot takes. We don't need hot takes here. We don't. We don't. Our opinion is our opinion. Things change over time. Things that we may have agreed on six months ago or a year ago, maybe we don't feel that way anymore. Time has sort of shown us other ways and other perspectives and things that we agree with and we don't agree with them uh, prior to. I'm, I don't know. Nah, I don't do hot you're, takes. You're definitely, show, you're definitely showing up for the next podcast wearing a, a blood red leather suit like Suge Knight. That's where you're <laughs> at right now. And it has to be leather. Of course. It's got to be all leather and it's got to be buttoned up. Nothing else says I live in Los Angeles like I'm wearing leather in the summer, right? Nobody else thinks that's okay. Anyway. Speaking of Los Angeles. Speaking of Los Angeles. Man, streets is on fire right now, Doc. Well, yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers have signed, uh, let's see, Lance uh, Stevenson. <laughs> uh, they, they've signed uh, JaVale McGee. Yep. Um, and uh, I mean, they-, they Your man <laughs> Rondo's number nine. Just, I would say they should just, you know, sign Jr. as well, but you know, there's nah. reasons why that won't ever happen. And uh, and 
word came out just before we sat down to record that uh, your man uh, Rajon Rondo uh, is also signing with them. I think these are all one-year deals. Yes. Um, oh, and by the way, LeBron James is also signing with the LA Lakers. Um, Even without LeBron, 2020 NBA champion. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm just really. Ch- I mean, I hope. I hope the LA. I hope Las Vegas has lines on something like who will LeBron sort of subtweet first? Is it Levar Ball or is it Lance Stevenson? And and, and then with a, with a really long shot of Magic Johnson for being salty that he signed all these people who are going to drive him crazy next year. You know, it, what's, what's interesting and why I'm not putting a whole lot of opinionated stock into all these moves is that LeBron signed for four, four years or three years with the, with the one-year yeah. option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, what it does is it's, 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 uh, it's chess where... Chestnut checkers? Chestnut checkers. So what it does is it takes all the pressure off of LeBron to immediately compete with not just the Golden State Warriors, but just the Western Conference, period. Because what people can say is they're already putting out the feelers of, oh, we're looking to build long term. Um, We're not necessarily looking to get a championship now. So him signing all these types of players, at this moment, they haven't made a deal for Kawhi yet, but I feel like that's imminent. Um, That's what... uh Signing these players, a deal for Kawhi sort of then kind of makes sense because if you're sending a lot, uh, a chunk of these young players out, then you yeah. need to replace them with somebody. Yeah. But it's yeah. going to be real funny if, you know, which this just turns into Kawhi and LeBron and Lonzo and then a bunch of veteran castoffs every year. I yep. don't know if that's enough to get it done. It's not. It's not. It's not. Lonzo think- needs to fix his shot first but you know yeah but i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not worried about that i'm i'm not worried about lonzo fixing his shot i'm just worried about the lakers getting shooters <laughs> like lonzo doesn't have to be the one to be the shooter he's a good right. passer i'm i'm worried about lebron playing off the ball and sticking to that um i'm worried about who's gonna like rondo and lonzo can't be your backcourt i was just gonna say I they're gonna argue the- over they're gonna fight over the ball I, I look forward to lineups that include JaVale, Rondo, and Lonzo, a.k.a. no spacing, no shooting. And Lance, and Lance Stevenson doing Lance Stevenson things. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hilarious. They should just go, just go ahead and do it. Try to, I mean, they signed Rondo, so I, I, don't, know if they, I don't think they have enough cap space now, but if they could somehow convince, um, uh, what's his name, Boogie, to, uh, to come sign on a cheap one-year deal so he can prove that he's worth the max next year. We could just get the whole craziness going. What's what's interesting? What scares me? Well, because I think Anthony Davis is a Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis is a free agent. What next year or the year after? Might be the might be the year after, but okay, they're gonna yeah. have to show and prove. And and losing Rondo is kind of a blow for them. Like Rondo was yeah. yep. was huge for them in the yep. playoffs. Yep, yep. They already lost. Um, dang, didn't they? They lost somebody the other day, didn't they? Um, who did they lose somebody? I'm never mind. I'm thinking of Trevor Reza with Houston. My bad. Yeah, Trevor Reza's out. Um, but that's a that's a blow to that's a blow to Houston for sure. And I feel like and I feel like Paul signing that four year deal is like I don't want to call it a casket, but <laughs> let's let's see what years three and four are like. Right? Yeah, you're, you're exactly. paying for the next two years. Yep, yep. Otherwise, he's gonna do what he did in L.A., which was be really really proficient mm. and not great. So we sort of zoomed right in, but. 
Mr. Ohio, or at least say, I should say this podcast's Ohio representative, you know, oh, you've God. got your little correspondence jacket on right now. How, how oh, is wow. the state of Ohio doing right now with oh, Mr. Oh. LeBron James? Hold on. Uh, breaking news. The Pelicans just snatched up Randall. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> there's that. Oh, Boogie's gone. I mean, they're not going to play. I mean, maybe they'll pay. Rand- I mean, if they're if they're paying Randall, then ah, he could come off the bench. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I know he could. Maybe it's possible. Like Randall. Well, Randall feels like a better fit. In that. I mean, if you're going to play, if you're going to play uh, Anthony Davis at the five. Randall slots in pretty nicely at the four because he he's, you know, he's a rugged four. Like he can, he can definitely guard some bigs and let on defense while, you know, that actually, that signing, that's not bad. Yeah. Two years, 18 million with uh, New Orleans. That's all he got? Yeah. Player option second year. So that's all he got. Yeah. I don't think he was worth more than that. I think in these two years, he could, he could set himself up for a nice, Nice contract. He's still young. I mean, he's still, he's still young. young. Exactly. Two years, honestly. Well, yeah, I was going to say two years, it, it, you know, nine million a year. I, if I were a team, I'd be like, can we make that four years for 36? And he's probably like, no, 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 because in those next two years, in those in those last two years, he could sign with another team or resign there and make yeah. way more money. If he, oh, no, when no, I saw him when I saw him in October, I went to the Lakers Raptors game and he stunk up the place. Yeah, like Randall was trash, um, but he completely turned it around uh, later on in the season. So um, I'm concerned about if Kuzma is involved in the Kawhi deal, Kuzma in a Spurs jersey under pop scares me and it should scare the rest of the league. I mean, Kuzma, sure. But I think the, the rumor deal, right, is Ingram, Kuzma, a pick and maybe something else. That, that's that's ugly. That's ugly for the and that's ugly for the Spurs and I'm I'm saying that in a good way. I mean, I think Ingram's going to be a good player. I don't yeah. know how good he'll be, but him under Pop, that yep. you know. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And never mind, you've got uh Golden State looking at Dwight Howard and you've got Golden State looking at Jamal Crawford and Tyreek Evans is still out there. If Golden State gets one or two of those guys, whatever anybody else does doesn't matter. I look forward to Golden State bringing on Dwight Howard. Because when we can go, yep, that was the moment. Yep, they'll rehab yep. him the same way they did to J- nah. the same way they did Javale. Nah, Dwight. Mm. Yeah, they will because he's he's not gonna have any he's not gonna have any pressure there. He actually is coming off of a good season, and I think he needs to be in a good culture. And Golden State looks like they put a lot of emphasis on culture. They're in a if he's in a good culture, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna flourish. To what a 2018-2019 Dwight Howard could be. He'll never be Orlando. He'll no, never be but, that guy. No, I mean, yeah. If they can, if they can Jedi mind trick him and convince him to be the player he should be, which is rim run and dunk yep. and like do all like and yep. be that kind of player for them. Yep. Pff, it's over. He's overqualified for that role. It's over. But is he really going to do that? Uh, I'm, uh, if Golden State can't do it, then he's never going to be. The, he's never going to be that guy again. Right. But I, 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 I don't like Golden State, but I have faith in their culture to turn players around. They did it with Iguodala. They, they did it with JaVale. They did it with um, Sean Livingston. They're going to do it with, um, with, 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 with D. White. Yep. How, uh, how, how do you feel about uh, Mr. Paul George um, staying in Oklahoma City? Uh, I mean, it's cool. <laughs> All right. Good. I mean, good for him. Sure, good for him. I I have no idea what Oklahoma City's doing. Yeah, I mean they kind of. I guess they kind of had to, but 
And they just, I, I mean, I saw that they, you know, for like next to nothing, they got Nerland's Noel, who could theoretically be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But because I feel like there's, I feel like he still has potential that's not yep. there. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Um, Carmelo's pretty bad right now. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to, I, are they going to buy him out? Can they buy him out? They can, right? Uh, sure. You can buy out a player at any time. It doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, he, he'd have to accept it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and who's giving him money right now? Right. And with, so. he's making like 20 something this year, right? Yeah. So, so he's like, yeah, opt in, <laughs> opt in. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right. Yeah. His agents were like ready. Like they were, they were Jeopardy contestants. Like as soon as it hit, like whatever the first earliest moment he could opt in, they were like, yep, yep, I'm in. Yep. They didn't even let Trebek finish the question. So uh, you didn't, I didn't, you, I didn't answer. I didn't answer yeah, your yeah, original yeah. question. Um, I think everybody in Ohio is. Um, I think they're okay with LeBron leaving. I think it was. It was pretty much like we knew that Dan Gilbert was trash. Ohio knew that. You know, Ohio was happy that he came back and gave him a championship. Um, the eleven years that LeBron was here garnered a lot of success for the city. LeBron brought hundreds of millions of dollars to the to the state to the to city of Cleveland. Um, he did a lot, brought final, multiple finals appearances. It's like, you, you can't expect him to just sit here and finish out his career without, you know, making this kind of leap. This is a different type of leap. This isn't, this is clearly not just a basketball leap. No. So you got to kind of, and I feel like even with, even with, you see your man, Comic Sans Dan's letter. He, he, he classed it up a little bit this time. Yeah, he did. He, no, yeah, he did. He he hired yeah. a PR. It was first of all, it was prepared. You knew it was this PR. was coming. It was PR. Yeah, of course they did. He's had he's had a he's had a version of this sitting in draft in his you know email draft for like three months now. Like absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And it, and before it was in Comic Sans, and it was like f you, get out of here. We hate you. Hope you never come back. Right. <laughs> there, there was some conference calls where where some PR flack was like, um, Mr. Gilbert, could you? Uh, what if we wrote it like this? Yeah, one hundred percent. So I, I, I haven't seen any backlash. I think Ohio is pretty much. I think the, the real pull are the people who are LeBron fans and now feel like they have to be Lakers fans because they're LeBron Oof. fans. Because the Laker organization, shout out to Trav, who's a friend and strong critic of the show. Um, I'm not mad at him. I have a couple of Laker fans. I have a couple friends who are Laker fans, and they're they're still reasonable. Um, but the lion's share of Lakers fans, oh my god, like they're up there with Jay Z fans, Tupac fans, uh, clearly Triple X fans. Like they they have now uh, entered the Royal Rumble. Um, it's just Buckeye fans, just Buckeye fans. nonsensical. Just it, it's it's terrible. So they're already. I mean, they're throwing they're throwing powder at the Staples Center, like. No, uh, whatever, whatever. I can't, I can't tell people how to, how not to celebrate, how to celebrate, whatever. Good for them. Did you, uh, we didn't, we because we took a week off. We didn't have a chance to talk about the NBA draft. Was there anything there that you remember that was kind of interesting or? Uh, not anything worth, not anything worth discussing. I thought it was a, it was a good draft. I haven't, I haven't been crazy about college hoops in a while. Like I haven't really watched um heavy recently i'm like almost thinking about like getting cable again i haven't had cable since 2010 wow yeah so i'm thinking about like getting it because i feel disconnected from so many things i go to the i go to the mall and i see what's playing at the movie theater and i'm like what's that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) anything i feel old man so yeah 
I I'm, I have no idea what's going on. I don't really get to watch a whole lot of TV. I was, um, uh, I just, I mean, I, and this is not an original thought. A lot of people have said this. I just can't believe that Atlanta passed up on, I mean, I can't believe, I mean, I can kind of believe that Sacramento did because they're Sacramento, but like, I can't believe these, you know, these teams passed up on Luka Doncic. I think he's going to be ridiculous. Mm. He's going to be ridiculous. Um, he's, he's not even really in NBA shape yet, right? Like he's, you could tell he's still got some of that baby fat on him. Like he's not, he's not like, and he, he hasn't been in like that kind of weight rooms because he's been, he's in, he is, he actually is in basketball shape, but he's not like in NBA shape, right? Like he has been playing nonstop, like year, like Euro league basketball, which is pretty legit basketball. He's been playing that nonstop and he's what, barely 19 years old. Like yeah. he'll be, he's going to be crazy. He's going to be crazy. And I can't believe Atlanta. Trey Young, man. That's like the worst place for him to go. Well, I mean, they really, I mean, they just really believe that he's going to be like Steph Curry 2.0. Oh, I'm not even, I'm I'm not even talking about from a basketball perspective. Oh. (laughs) Like he, he's clearly somebody who wants to like be a rapper. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. So he's out there with Migos. He's out, like he's out there in the Atlanta scene, like one of the hip hop capitals of the world. Oh man. Yeah. He's going to lose his mind. Houston and Atlanta, two places. In Miami, that's another one. And if the NBA ever puts a team in Vegas, God help us all. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about uh, NBA we haven't really talked about. Um, so you think Kawhi's getting traded? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, what I heard is that he has, that his people have put word out to other teams, like, he won't play next year unless it's for the Lakers, unless he's on the Lakers. And yep. then if, he, if, if you trade him somewhere else, then he's just going to sit the year out until he can sign a contract with the Lakers. So like, I mean, that's one way to get where you want to go, I guess. You ha- you'd have to think that, that kind of reduces the leverage that um uh whatever leverage San Antonio might have had on LA, right? Yeah. Cuz if they if 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 he's saying that, then they're going to be like, "Listen, we'll give you this and this and this, but that's it." So, I don't know. Um NBA man, just when you think it's going to be quiet for a little while. No. Nope, nope. Nope. It this is clearly I was talking to my dad about this this weekend. So, NBA is clearly like the forerunner in sports now, right? Like basketball is now the um, number one sport. I mean, of course, not not in the world because we, we're in the middle of World Cup, all that good stuff. I was just gonna say, you've been watching any World Cup? No, no, no. But I mean, okay, so in America, I I don't think so. I think I mean, really, NFL is still everything. Uh, the numbers, the 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 number of people who watch NFL games so dwarfs anything that the NBA does. It's hard to imagine that what the NBA does have. Is they have they are doing better amongst younger fans, not even younger, meaning like kids, but like just younger generations. They are do, you know they have a much much bigger presence online, and so it feels if you interact at all with social media, it feels like the NBA is the biggest sport in America. But like when you look at those numbers and you look at ratings and everything else, like the NFL is still ridiculous, ridiculous. I, but I think what helps the NFL is that the games are typically on the lion's share of the games are on one day. Where there's a lot of as, things. I mean, which is why they need to cut that Thursday night game because nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Except Thursday gamblers, game. Right. Um, <laughs> right. But you've got NBA games all throughout the week. The NBA has to do something about their, their, um, their double headers during the week. Like nobody's staying up till two o'clock in the morning watching that second game, that Western Conference game and inside the NBA as amazing as that show is. They got to do a yeah. primetime game. They have to. They, it like ABC, it's like right there for ABC to do something like that. They're not going to, but it's right there. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel like the NBA could reinvent League Pass. I mean, League Pass is already not bad, but they could totally reinvent that and really be the first 
I mean, they'd have to sort of sacrifice some of what they get from, um, I don't know, it's kind of complicated because a lot of these teams have like deals with their local cable providers and everything else. Like, but there's an, like, if the NBA wanted to, they could really reinvent how like League Pass and all that works. And really, like, they could charge more for it, but like, it could be incredible if they really wanted to go there. But they're not there. League Pass, I don't know. I enjoyed it kind of, but like, when I, the two years I had it, but it was also super limited in some ways. Like, it mm-hmm. really, it was really like, it, it was basically like, still coming from that attitude of oh you're you're a really big fan of a team and you don't live in their market so you have to buy league pass to see them and it doesn't at all cater to the oh you just want to you, you're the super fan of the nba so let's right. give you let's give you everything, everything right they haven't they haven't gone there yet yep 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 and they should and they should i agree um all right anything else you want to say about the nba nope um so let's move on to some music stuff let's do it so following up on, I think it's been two weeks since we recorded. So um, the uh, recently deceased uh, XXX Tentacion, his uh, his song "Sad" mm-hmm. jumped to number one on Billboard for a week, as we sort of thought might happen in the mm-hmm. wake of of his death. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but that story is seemingly out of the consciousness at this point, right? Like people aren't really talking about his death anymore, which sounds really sad to say, but it's kind of amazing how quick that went right uh i mean yes and no i mean i there was a lot of coverage when um one of his murders got arrested yeah there's and this may be because i'm surrounded by teenagers this summer mm, that's true <laughs> so yeah i was gonna say a lot of coverage on snapchat or like- yeah like so i you know and he his funeral was yesterday i think yesterday or or saturday sometime this weekend um, and so pictures of his of his gravesite are up or his memorial or whatever. Those are up. And um, he had a will. And I think we talked about this on the show, like he had a child on the way and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. So I've, I've still seen a little bit of coverage. It, there hasn't been like this super duper outcry outside of like that XXX circle. But I think that's what we talk about where. You know, everybody kind of has their own silos. And then if something major happens, it bleeds into just general casual conversation. And then once that bleeding stops, it goes back into its silo. I think that's what happened with with X. Mm. And then uh, and so, you know, in the sort of aftermath of, of, of him being number one, we we have a new number one this week. You girl Cardi B with I like it. Wow. You called that. They really, really pushed that video. Perfect summertime. Really, really did the long play. It helps that, like, I mean, this is going to be really cynical, right? But she is really good on social media. And, like, there's now this whole, like, narrative. There are people sort of following along with, you know, she's pregnant. And it turns mm-hmm. out that her and Offset got married before they even got engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, people are following along. It is a reality show without the reality show. Yeah. it's kind. Of, I mean, she hasn't cashed in yet on that. I'm sure there have been offers. Yeah. Right? Right. But for whatever, you know, but she doesn't need I mean, because she's not cashing in like with E or whoever. But that's also because she gets to totally control the narrative through her own social media. Right. And, you know, they got the Rolling Stone cover. And now I like it as number one in the country. So go for Cardi B. They really they really worked that album like kind of old school. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um, And, And they still got the they still got the the B side on uh on Urban Radio. And she still got um, be careful. I heard be careful a lot in St. Louis. Mm. I heard no limit a lot in St. Louis. Like she still got records yeah. lingering around. So not nah, good for her. Good for her. Uh, 
Anything else you want? Any other random? That's all I got for random music stuff. It was been kind of a quiet two weeks, with the exception, of course. Oh, you know what? We didn't even talk about Tiana Taylor. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do that now. Did you listen to that album? Uh huh. I didn't. Okay. Don't. Okay. It's not good. Well, I heard it's like not. It's not finished. So let's talk about this. Um. So apparently the version that was played at the stream yeah not the same version that was released correct because they couldn't clear all the samples in time correct because that's what happens when you are <laughs> putting stuff together at the last possible second correct um she has been very upfront about the fact that's not my real album yep you know i'm sure her fans love to hear that sort of stuff i don't of really of course know. of course um it's been revealed that she didn't really spend that much time out in Wyoming because she wanted to be close with her husband. She wanted to be like whatever. So like she wasn't, I don't know. It didn't seem like everybody involved is really happy with the rollout for this. Is that fair to say? 100%. Right. And you know, the version I heard, which is the version that's as of Monday night out right now. Um, there are some songs on there that are okay. Like there's a record. I can't even think of the name of it right now. It's the last one on the, um, yeah, it's called uh, WTP. WTP, right? It comes Which, after a gospel record, apparently. <laughs> um, and you like, I listened to that, and I was like, "Oh, I see." Kanye tried to make Fade Part Two, mm. but it's not. And all right, I'm not an R&B head, so R&B heads might hear what I'm about to say and get really mad at me. But like, she just doesn't like blow me away in any way, shape, or form. She's not bad, but she's also not great, right? And her and Kanye don't appear to have like I'm not really feeling a chemistry here. Yeah, that that's I think what you're saying is the the consensus of what I've okay. I've heard. I didn't listen to the album because for me, if the artist isn't happy with it, and if they're not happy with it because of things that are seemingly out of their control, then I'm likely not going to get into it and try mm. to give benefit of the doubt. I would just be better off staying away from the situation. Um, but that's pretty much what I'm hearing is what you just said. And there was supposed to be the full version was supposed to come out this past Friday. It did not. Right. Um, and then I think I saw a tweet earlier today where somebody asked her and she said, yep, I guess it's not coming out. So it's the, uh, there's, it, there's a record. What's it called? Uh, we got love, mm -hmm. which did make the cut. Is that the, uh, is it the Lauren Hill record? There's a Lauren Hill record. There's a, there's a, a record there's a Lauren Hill. Hill there's a Lauren Hill interview where she left a voicemail and was kind of just giving Tiana, you know, just one of those past. It's 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 Donald. Sure. It's the Donald Trump interlude on Method Man's album. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know, that's so. But that's so '90s, right? Like, yo, I got this interlude. Yo, if you could just leave a voicemail real quick. Yo, what's up? It's your boy. Oh man, don't even get me. Please. I was gonna say I this, was just thinking about your mix. This, yep, yep, this is this is cutting too deep. I'm gonna cut you off right there. Uh, Doc has a mixtape. No, okay, that, my bad. That, All right, that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you. Oh man, good good time. Good time. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I I I haven't listened to it yet. I'll eventually get around to it. There was one song that I heard a snippet of that sounded really dope to me. Mm. Um, but I I don't know what it was, and I didn't. I don't want to listen to an album that's not finished. And I think, yeah. okay, so let's talk about this before we get into Drake. Right. So now that the good music rollout is over, this two-part question for you. Now okay. that the good music rollout is over, uh -huh. 
how would you grade all of these, like all four or five projects? Is it five? Five. All five projects as a whole. And then part two, um, there are rumors that Kanye wants to put out 52 songs in 52 weeks a la Crooked Eye. How would you feel about that? I thought I heard 52 projects. You bet. Who? Who? Okay. No, 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 no. Because Chance. I'm going to Google this. Okay, because your man Chance, Opportunity yeah. Lyricist, um, did an interview with uh, Peter Rosenberg, and he said that he's working on two projects right now, which includes a seven-track project with Kanye uh-huh. and a joint project with Childish Gambino. So who else would Kanye do? Like, who would Kanye do a project with on week 37? <laughs> like, how would that work after about the first? And who's going to want to work with Kanye now? His stock is lower than ever. Is it? Yeah, I, I would say so. Mm. I would say so. Well, we didn't talk about his. Uh, what interview was that? Was that Van- was that Vanity Fair, New York Times? New York Times. Okay, so go ahead and answer that question, and we'll get into all that other stuff. What was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how would you grade the the month of June for good sure. music? And then how do you feel about Kanye doing 52 projects or 52 52 songs in 52 weeks? Um. Yeah, the quote is 52 records in 52 weeks. And that's, okay. this is a problem with hip-hop terminology, especially if you're old like you and I are. Yep. A record could mean a project or yep. it could mean a song. could mean anything. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but uh, I, would, um, I would rank them to me, I think, let's see. I think, it's, I think Pusha and Nas are 1A and 1B. Ooh, I think they, 1B? Wow. I, I think... The Pusha record is maybe more consistent, but I yeah. think the Nas record has higher highs for me. Okay. Like I think Bonjour is like I don't think I don't think Pusha T has a song on his on his project as good as Bonjour. Right? But like Okay. But that that's me. That's me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear but you. But that's you. that's fine. So they're 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 they have they are totally like I think it depends on right, we talk about this in the show all the time. Like, do you value consistency or do you value peaks over values? Highs, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, highs over lows and um, there is something to be said for if it's seven tracks, it should, shouldn't be that hard to make it consistent. But anyway, um, and then I think it's uh, and I can't believe I'm ranking them this way. I think it's uh, the Kanye album, and then I think it's Kitsy Ghosts. I think uh, Kitsy Ghosts had like I just don't really go back to that at all, right? And that, but again, I think Kitsy Ghosts is more consistent than Ye. But Ye has moments that I'm like, yes, it's got moments where I'm like, skip, but it's got moment like. In this era of I have access to every album that's ever been created, right? Where I have everything I could ever want on my phone, like the notion of consistency matters kind of less and less because it's not like I have, well, you know, I've got my six disc CD changer in the trunk and I don't want to go swap them out. Right. Right. When that was in the trunk of your car, when that was your, when that was what you were rotating through, consistency mattered. Right, absolutely. Because you needed those six to be solid. Mm-hmm. But now, I, what good is a not what good, but it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept, right? Like, what good is a C plus B minus album if it's if all the songs are C pluses and B minuses? Why would I listen to that? I, I think you're getting into a discussion that we're going to have about the album that we're talking about. This <laughs> we week. are. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, yeah. So um, I think that's how I rank them right now. And then the the. Tiana album isn't last. Like I, that, that, no, it's not my, it's not for me. It's not it's finished. Not um, I just don't think she's, a, it's not like, like she's a, she's fine at singing. She can sing. She's not like, <laughs> no, but she's not like a gifted singer who's going to bring these tracks to life, right? Like 
when you're dealing with this, we're putting stuff together at the last minute, like, cause say what you will about, about Kanye's like, let's put stuff together at the last minute. Like Kanye himself has proven he can do that and can pull that out. Kid Cudi. Well, I know how you feel about Kid Cudi, but there are people who think Kid Cudi is a gifted musician. And then Nas sure. and Pusha, you know what? At a certain level, like throw it, like if you can match the tempos up, throw whatever beats you want underneath it. And there's a, if it's a dope beat and they come correct, like, there's a chance it might come out well, but R&B is trickier. You can't just throw stuff together. Right, right, exactly. I th- and I, exactly. So I think make, when you're, when right, you're when talking you're, about- When you're swapping ahead. in samples and stuff at the last minute, well, heck, is, right. does, the, does, does the, do the harmonies on the bridge that you did three weeks ago fit? Like, it's way more complicated. I agree, I agree. Um, which is actually another point about the song we're going to talk about on Drake's album. Um, yeah, I agree with you because Tiana- Again, if you listen to her last project, I think vocally it was really, really dope. Like, I think Tiana's really talented. I think she has the, the ability to blow people away with the right vocal arrangements. Um, and I think that rushing this project the way that it was rushed does not help her. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter say that Puff needs to executive produce her next album. Because she has a my life in her. And the more I think about that, the more it makes sense. I could totally see Tiana doing one of those rough hip hop slash R&B. Like, I can see her doing one of those types of projects and it being really, really good. I don't think Kanye's the, art, I don't think Kanye's the type of artist that can bring that out of her. I think no, somebody I was, who's I was, done that before had, would have the ability to do that. And I, I, I think I trust Puff in that space. I was sitting here thinking, I was trying to figure out, aside from John Legend's first album. Mm-hmm. What other R&B projects has Kanye produced? Right. Uh, he did do the remix for Sorry 2004 for Ruben Stutter. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on the bingo board. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's on um, the bingo board. That's on the extended bingo board. Speaking of that, yo, shout out to our fans for reading us. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yo, man. We got, we got bodied for two days. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world, Joe. So thank you guys for everybody who made boards, everybody who chimed in. Um, that was a really good thing and we need to do something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, really like, and I don't know. I, if you think about John Legend's first album, like considering John Legend, like worked his way up and honestly, you have to assume John Legend probably like arranged his own vocals and did all like, cause, right. cause Kanye, Kanye wasn't I me. Mean, if I don't think he was doing that in 2004. Right. Like that's just not the kind of producer that he, like I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, right? And he has had songs with amazing, like, sung parts on, right? But, like, I sort of sometimes feel like that's coming from somewhere else. Yeah, but in your, at at minimum, you are bringing in other writers and producers to help with that vocal arrangement. Yeah, the, the, my, the, the, my life 2.0, or my life, actually, did my life 2.0 already happen? Uh, Mary J? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. But, but she yeah, was, put, but she was, it just, it wasn't the right space for her con- to do consider, it. Considering how many R&B guys are still arguably trying to be the next R. Kelly. Yeah. It's amazing we don't have more women trying to be the next Mary J. Everybody's chasing Beyonce and there's so many other lanes to fill. Right. It's right, crazy. right. So many other lanes. Especially, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you could 100% feel that. And especially now with, with Boom Bap and a resurgence and. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why people like the LMA record. The reason why people like Boot Up is because it feels like 
a traditional R&B record. Mm. It's it's simple, it's up tempo, it's melodic. Um she's really she's singing really well, but it's a fun song to sing. And then and we're again, we're going to talk about this with the Drake album. Like a lot of R&B is either really desperate and desolate or it's really like pervy and lusty. And a record like Boot Up is just very like I really like this person. Right. Having a good time. And you need that, you know? So I don't know. I think I think boot up is evidence that that type of style should be more evident. And I'm sure somebody is screaming at screaming at us and telling us, why aren't you listening to? Um and and kind of dog, we need to talk about that. I said this on Twitter, but like I don't think we've had the, the conversation here. Maybe we have, but like when people say, yo, um, music now is more accessible than ever. You can find stuff anywhere. You know, what about those of us who don't have time to look for music? You know, where I'm sure, I'm sure great music is out there, but like the great thing about Rap City, the great thing about Now Right is that like it was there. And if it wasn't directly there, there was a branch somewhere where I could go and find it. Now it's all SoundCloud. It's all streaming services, but like the hubs, it's all direct to consumer. Like the hubs are, are dying or dead. Sort of. But I mean, I think this is the power of like Spotify's rap caviar playlist. And sure. other, there are some, I'm serious. There are some of these sure, playlists. No, sure. they, like rap caviar is essentially rap city. Sure. Okay. So now see, I knew that rap caviar was a thing. And even the label is like, hey, your your song got added to this playlist. And I'm like, all right. You're like, cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, can you tweet it out? And, you know, like, thank. And I'm like, sure. I don't have any problem because they didn't have to put like that's actually Spotify putting my music on in these playlists. So great. Thank you. But I didn't I didn't look into that. So maybe I need to put some emphasis on rap caviar. I'll do that. And then I'll come back next week with my findings. <laughs> you're going to you get you're going to go on an expedition. Yes. All right. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.